Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.37 a.m. Central Time. We've got July corn futures up 11 and three quarters at 6.91 and a quarter. December corn is up five and three quarters at 5.68 and three quarters. July soybeans up 13 and a half cents at 15.37 and a half. We've got November beans up 10 cents at 13.54 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up three cents at 7.21. July Kansas City wheat up four and a quarter at 6.92 and three quarters. I apologize. I'm a little bit late this morning. We had a uh, tornado warning, so I had to grab my kids and run to the uh, closet under the stairs. We don't have basements here in Middle Tennessee, so that's the deal. But anyways, um, if you guys are listening on the podcast, uh, thanks for coming back. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Um, I did a video yesterday that might be worth checking out. This is a little bit off topic. This probably... um, falls into the other stuff category, but um, the title of the video and the episode was, I don't know where to invest. And um, I talk about inflation. I talk about how uh, just about every asset out there is is very, very expensive. A lot of things are at all-time highs. You know, the stock market, real estate, things like that. I talk about the possibility of an interest rate hike, the possibility of the economy overheating. Um, and I'm really kind of interested to hear what uh, you guys think about this stuff. Um, where is, is a good place to invest money for the long haul or even for the short term right now? It's kind of a question that I've I posed to a lot of different people, and, and there doesn't seem to be one uh, really great answer out there. I mean, do you buy stock? at all-time highs, do buy real estate at all-time highs. I talked about the implications of higher interest rates down the road. So certainly check that out. And uh, remember, guys, as always, if you need some additional assistance from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49 a month. Um, I'll send you my morning email. It goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I will send you my text message service. I will send you my subscriber-only videos and content where I really get into grain marketing, uh, cash sales, capture and carry, option strategies, all that sort of stuff, any sort of consulting that you might need. This is a monthly subscription that can be canceled at any time. To uh, get into the headlines here this morning, USDA had its crop progress report out yesterday. The U.S. corn crop is 46% planted versus 17 last week and 36 on average. Some big strides were made in Central and West. Western areas like Iowa in particular. Iowa is 49% planted versus 20% last week. So they planted almost half the corn crop in one week. Illinois is 54% done. Indiana, 32. Ohio, 22. Kentucky, 61. Nebraska, 42. Kansas, 36. South Dakota, 25% planted in corn. North Dakota, 14%. Minnesota, 60%. That might be a bad. No, I think that's right. Minnesota, 60%. Crop is 8% emerged uh, versus three last week and 9% on average. The U.S. soybean crop is 24% planted versus 8 last week and 11 on average, so ahead of of the uh, average there as well. Illinois is 41% complete with beans. Iowa, 43. Indiana, 24. Um, So moving along there. Now, of course, we do have some rain coming into the central and eastern parts of the uh, Corn Belt here this week, and and we've seen some of that already. So some progress in in some of these areas uh, could certainly slow down a little bit. U.S. winter wheat crop is rated 48% good to excellent, uh, down from 49 last week. A lot of people thought there was going to be an increase in winter wheat ratings. You can hear that thunder out my window here. Um, we had a seven-point drop in Oklahoma in the good to excellent category in wheat. Uh, that was part of the decline. Some traders, um, again, had expected an improvement there. That crop is 27% headed versus 17 last week, 34 on average. 
corn shipments out of the U.S. remain very strong. You know, it was not too long ago that a lot of people questioned whether or not all of this uh, corn that we have on the books would, would eventually be shipped. Now it appears very possible that uh, everything is shipped prior to the end of the marketing year on August 31st. Uh, U.S. exporters shipped 2.14 million metric tons of corn. That's 84 million bushels last week. That is well above the pace needed to hit government targets for the old crop marketing year. I think we need to average about 54 five-ish million bushels per week. I might be a little off on that uh, for the remainder of the marketing year. And uh, we've been averaging close to well north of 70. So uh, it's very, very possible that we meet or exceed government targets in regard to corn shipments prior to the end of the marketing year on August 31st. Uh, key Brazilian corn, oh, there's the thunder. Key Brazilian corn growing areas are slated to remain dry. Uh, the forecasts this morning continue to basically lock out like all rainfall from these corn growing areas you look at the map it's almost like it's almost like comical how how everything around these key brazilian corn growing areas is going to get rain just not the key corn growing areas so uh, there's really nothing in the forecast short term or long term uh, stone x or uh, fc stone reduced its estimate for brazil's corn crop down to 100.25 million metric tons from 105 previously usda is up at 109 that's a number that probably comes down next week i think just about every group out there will gravitate toward a number near that 100 million metric tons or even lower uh, without a big shift in the weather i think the month of may here the next couple of weeks i mean if these forecasts don't change this is a make or break deal for the corn crop down there big soybean crop in brazil appears to be getting bigger uh stonex pegged the brazilian corn or uh, soybean crop rather soybean crop at 135.7 million metric tons uh up from 134 previously usda is at 136 so most groups gravitating toward that 136 area which is above above the previous record by a good 10 million i think last year's record crop was 126 so that's a big crop uh, the late yields were better than expected they had some late uh season rainfall so things looking good there Cattle market um, ended lower yesterday. We've got this surge in the boxed beef market. Choice boxes were up two dollars and eighty cents at two ninety nine thirty yesterday. Select boxes up seventy four cents at two eighty three seventy nine. I, I I assume that demand is much better here. I mean, a lot of things are reopening, restaurants reopening. Um, that probably has something to do with this. Yet cash cattle just cannot get off the mat here, and it's been uh, kind of a sluggish deal. You know, this one eighteen to one twenty type business. We'll see if we can improve on that this week. In the outside markets, uh, the S and P's down seventeen. The Dow down 66 gold's down eight bucks uh silver's about flat uh u.s dollar is higher and has been a little bit stronger here crude oil is up 91 cents 65.40 kind of creeping back up toward the upper end of this recent trading range the bonds are mixed uh, if you guys need some more information from me uh shoot me an email give me a call uh, visit my website everybody have a great day talk to you a little bit later